It's really taking a look at your business, taking that step back and being like, what are the bottlenecks right now? And where am I trying to get to? Mm-hmm. And based on all this information that I just got, what is the thing that is going to move the needle the furthest? Focus on that one thing. Don't try and do 25 things at once. Do the one thing first, mm-hmm. then move on to the next one. What's up, everybody? My name is Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. Right, what's going on, STR Nation? I apologize, I'm still trying to get my voice back. Welcome back to another episode of the Short Term Rental Secrets Podcast. I am back here with my main man and brother from another mother, Mr. Emmanuel Pani. How you feeling, <sighs> guys? Nashville is gonna kill me soon. Like I don't, like, I was, I was supposed to stay. It is now our usual recording day on Thursday. I was supposed to stay until thursday night and i told mike i went to his talk yesterday and as i was sitting there i was just like i need to change my flight and leave early and mark since the text me this morning is like i'm gonna i'm gonna end up dying here and my kids that's what i left uh but i feel i feel great also a little bit my voice is a little bit gone but again it's we have such a large large community family now between like all the speakers and and TJ came and then just hung out. Noble was there, right? So it feels good to hang out with like our squad. We have it's like our, a family reunion. Yeah, we have our SDR sneaker, like our mastermind squad too. And then I saw so many of you that like were there last year and maybe you're not part of our our community. So I don't get to see you as as often or be in your in your journeys as much as the rest of our our peeps. But like everybody just explosive growth from like last year and it's i don't know man it's it's exciting and it makes me very uh grateful that this is what we do for a living and overall it also it's a very different narrative to kind of this moment in the economy of like fear and recession and shrinking everybody i spoke to that i spoke to last year has way more units is doing way better and and so i'm like i don't know it's just exciting like you know what i mean so i feel super grateful energized yeah really tired i feel great i feel i feel i was exhausted flying back last night um but i was so motivated man and like you said i feel like i got the keynotes and the presentations were amazing and we'll talk a little bit about that here in a minute but just so many people like you said it just got me so fired up man like i remember talking to a gentleman who came last year and he had no properties and now he's managing 40 like four zero, 40 doors in a year. And he's like, dude, like this conference changed my life. And wow. uh, Imagine. You know, those are the stories that just get you so jacked up because there's just this ripple effect. Mm-hmm. And there's so many heavy hitters that aren't even on the stage. You know, I met mm-hmm. this, this woman, Chloe, who's doing a 300 room hotel development deal right now. And we were just talking shop on hotels for a while. And I was mm-hmm. just like, man, there's so many cool people here from like, the new newer folks that are just getting started and hungry to learn to folks that are just absolutely crushing it. And uh, they're still on that journey and they're open-minded and always looking to improve. 
Yeah. No, it was, it was, I don't know, man. Like it just, it reminds you of like why we go to masterminds, why you're part of masterminds, what you go to like events. And it just like, I hope that I continue to see all these people and I can't wait for them to like come up to me and be like, E, we have one boutique hotel and we have 150 units under management and like, we're going to sell it all. And we're going to like just retire and just, it's just awesome, you know? And so like, yeah, a little tired again, like I, I honestly feel a little tired just from like the conversations. I had a moment yesterday that like, I'm like, I need five minutes at the airport to put my headphones in. I want to stay in my little quiet corner and just like really like write down and download everything. And I think that's, that's one of the things like this episode is going to drop on Monday. So if you came to the conference and you haven't done a proper download session of everything that you learned, kind of talked about, uh, go, go through your notes. And I remember like you and I doing this in the day after the Grant Cardone conference, but it's, it's not just about having, having the tough conversation. It's not just about like going through the motion of like listening to the speakers and everything else and taking really good notes. What comes after is what changes things, right? So just like, if you had a realization about something in your business, execute. This yeah. is the moment to execute. Like don't let yourself go back through the motions of life. One of the things that I, I tried to articulate, especially when I was moderating some of the panels, because I know one of the challenges that I face, and you and I have talked about this after we go to different conferences, is like you get so excited to do so many things that it, it can be exciting, but also challenging to prioritize. Like, because if you're trying to do too many things, like nothing is actually going to get done. Right. So when I was moderating, I was trying to be like, okay, if you are in this position, this is what I would focus on, right? So like going through and whether it was the marketing or the midterm rentals or all the design stuff that we were talking about or, you know, Bill did the talk around like life planning and retirement and all these things, like whatever it is, Jeff's talk, like so many, so many different presentations. It's really taking a look at your business, taking that step back and being like, what are the bottlenecks right now? And where am I trying to get to? Mm -hmm. And based on all this information that I just got, what is the thing that is going to move the needle the furthest, focus on that one thing. Don't try and do 25 things at once. Do the one thing first, mm -hmm. then move on to the next one. Yeah. And you know what I find that is funny when I have that, that conversation with people is the way that I, the question that I ask is, what is the one thing that you know that you should be doing next? And it's not so much about like the, and that's the thing that is like, I'm very grateful that like you guys listen to the show and that you educate yourself. And I know from my personal experience of being like a person development junkie is that sometimes you keep learning things when you're not executing on the one thing that's going to start making a difference. And what I mean by that is, is example, right? There was this, this one couple and they're ready to hire, to hire a VA, but they don't want a VA full time. I'm like, okay, so this is usually how much that is going to cost. They're like, okay, so we need a couple more properties. I'm like, no. What can you guys do in the time that you free yourself up from hiring this VA that would justify the salary of the VA and some? And he said, well, I play weddings and that is one weekend. I can make the money for the VA in that one weekend. I'm like, no. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what yeah. is the thing? in your business right now. Because again, guys, like your side hustle, it's not going to pay for the growth of your vacation rental business. Your team, your system and procedures, and your management clients and management units 
are what pays for the growth of your vacation rental business. So you can think about, oh, I'm going to drive Uber to hustle to hire a VA. No, it's hire the VA, clear up your time. And what are you going to spend time on in your short-term rental business that would justify the cost of the VA and grow your business? I think one thing that you just gave me this idea, so thank you, as you were talking. But like part of my keynote, you know, I talked a lot about the hotels, but at the end, I wanted to make it useful for everybody, even if they were brand new. And I talked through what I called the freedom code of like the different stages that you go through in this business of when you start out and you're part time and you're just hustling and then you end up going full time, but you're working a million hours and then you start to bring on some people and you become a manager and you start to elevate yourself up and out of the business. And I think I should do a webinar on that. Because I think a lot of people resonated with it and it makes sense. And it's like, okay, if this is where you are, here's what your challenges are. And here's how you graduate to the next level and what you need to focus on. And a lot of people told me that it gave them a lot of clarity about where they are right now and what they need to do to get to that next level. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll work, on, I'll work on putting a webinar together on that. Yeah. And I think like that, it's, that is, um, unfortunately, part, at least in my opinion, part of the American dream that doesn't get really shared because there's a lot of the love of like entrepreneurship and like starting your own business and being your own boss. But the problem is like most people coming from being usually up like in the business only know how to do the actual business and they haven't spent any time elevating themselves to the next role. And so like a perfect example is like AC companies. How many AC apprentices are apprentices for a long time? And then they're like, I'm going to create my own my own company. And then you're one man with one van that has no idea how to do marketing, no idea how to do anything. And that's why so many people fail, right? Because it's like the moment you do that, you find a good you and then you got to elevate yourself and learn. And I think that also comes from like that like mindsets, mindset switch. So the guy that wrote Profit First, Mike, I don't, I'm not going to say his last name because I'm going to butcher it. Michalowicz. Perfect. One of the things that he said that was super impactful it was like, don't work on changing yourself. Work on channeling what you're already good at by creating systems around you that support you being who you are. And to me, being like completely raw on like my, my life, that was a big aha for me. Like, right, sitting there in the corner and I was just like, I'm still in a lot of ways trying to change who I am versus just channeling who I am and allowing myself to create support around me to just be me. Yeah. So I want to I want to take a minute and let's just I've got the run sheet up in front of me to just make sure that we don't miss anything here. But mm-hmm. you know, the first day we did the workshop. So Bill and Mark Simpson did a whole four hour workshop around marketing. Mm-hmm. I was not there because I was running my own workshop on what I called advanced operations and boutique mm-hmm. hotels. And um, got a lot of good feedback on that. And again, just <laughs> when you're in business, right, you can, we always want to look for like ways to win because there's always going to be challenges. And I spent two weeks building out these slide decks for these, for this workshop. And then we got there and all the AV just shit the bed. So I literally had to teach it on a flip chart on the fly with no audio and video. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. Like you can, cry about it or you can just get creative so i was like hey chris go find a flip chart i'm just gonna bang this out on a flip mm-hmm. chart and we'll make the best of it and we'll get everybody the slides when we're done so again you got to be in a solution mode as an entrepreneur 
but had a lot of people come up to me after and was like, you know, that was super, super helpful. Helped me, you know, walk through the process of how the hell do I get out of my business and focus on growing it and having other people in place to be the technicians and mm-hmm. I can be the CEO. Um, so that was great. Then we had the opening party with Rubik's Groove and uh, always, always super entertaining. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the next day we officially kicked off and we led off with um, Tony and Sarah Robinson, the real estate Robinson. They are awesome, man. I had so much fun. Both of them, like just amazing. I didn't get to meet Tony. I did get to meet Sarah and, and we're going to work on having them on the show, but they're dynamic and how absolutely purposeful they were with how they've kind of built their business. Right. And that's something you and I were talking about off air is like that social media, social media component and how many people are secret agents, <laughs> what I call secret agents. Right. Cause Sarah asked the question, she's like, how many people share that you're going to Nashville? How many people share that you're like in vacation rentals? How many people are sharing bits from the comfort? And you just kept seeing the hands just go down and there were less and less people. And you're just like, how are you guys going to grow this business if nobody knows what you do? Yeah. One of the things I learned from, from Grant when you and I went to that conference years ago, it was like 2019. It was like, he was like, money follows attention, right? And that may sound shallow to some people, but it's true. It's like if, if nobody knows who you are, they can't do business with you. And so if you really believe in the service that you provide as a co-host or a manager or arbitrage or owning or syndicating or whatever it is that you're doing in this industry, if you're not telling people about it, you're doing them a disservice because somebody else is and they're going to go with them instead of you. Mm-hmm. So be proud about what you do and tell people about it. And the easiest way and the widest reach to do that is on social media. Mm-hmm. The reason that we sold out this conference, we, we went back and looked at the numbers. We sold from the day that we launched tickets, we had a thousand tickets. We sold 94% of them within two weeks of launching. And it's because me, E, and Bill have a massive social media reach. And then we had an affiliate for all the speakers on there who also have a big reach, mm-hmm. right? So like, you know, leveraging that, we didn't run a single ad to sell all these. Not $1 went to ad spend on anything. It was just because we've been putting out content and adding value and helping people for a while. And they're like, hey, this is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's it. That's yeah. it. So get out there and put yourself out there. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Yeah. And again, because I think that is, that is obvious and most people like know and wrap their head around it. Right? And like some of the conversations that I had from people, they were like, you have this fear of the people that already know you. And like, who gives a fuck, right? Like, yeah. unless, unless you want the life that the people that you know have, which I don't think you, you do most of the time, why are you worried about saying this new life that you want and this new thing that you've been working your ass off on because of fear of judgment from people that are already in your, in your life? Yeah. So you're not, you're not going after it because... Susie from high school or Joe from high school are going to like make fun of you. Like, are you guys serious? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. And the other conversation that I had with somebody and then we'll, we'll, we'll go to something else is for those of you that are agents or investors and you're helping people find property. I love how, how concerned and respectful you were all about the responsibility of taking money from people, helping people 
find investment properties. Because that to me is a marking of like, first of all, like a good person, a good operator. But at the same time, if you find a deal that works out and it looks good and you provide value in finding it and running it and whatever it is, it is not your responsibility what happens afterwards. And if the economy takes a shit or something happens and these people lose the money, as long as you did the right things, you're not responsible to protect your client's money for the rest of their life, right? The same thing is if you're like a financial advisor and you tell somebody to invest in Apple and then Apple falls apart, those clients don't come and look at you as like, you owe me money from my Apple stocks. No, just don't be an asshole about it. Don't take people's money without knowing what you're doing. And that reverse side of the coin is like, once you know how to do it and you're a good person, you're on the right, your, your numbers, don't be chicken about it. There's one specific person, if you listen to this, you know exactly what I'm saying. So just don't worry about it. You're, you're ready. Like you've, you've put your, your work. It's in. analysis paralysis at a high level. Yes. Right? So whether it's your money or you're partnering mm -hmm. with an investor, like at that. the end yeah. of the day, if the numbers make sense and you're confident in the deal, do the deal. If the deal doesn't make sense, don't do the deal. Like it's that simple. Stop overcomplicating things. So the, the next thing, so again, big push on the social media from the Robinsons. Then we had um, Jeff Hampton come up and present from the STR Law guys. Love Jeff. He's in my mastermind. He's in Bill's mastermind. He's in the boardroom. Just an all-around amazing dude. Owns STRs and just really specializes in short-term rental stuff now. From co-host agreements to asset protection to rental agreements. All sorts of good stuff. Him and Steve, business partners on that. So he crushed that whole talk. He did find a way to make talking legal, like cool <laughs> and interesting. Yeah. Um, which I feel like he has a talent for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not, it's usually not super fun, but it's one of those things that like you don't appreciate until you need it. And in you guys growing, growing your wealth, there is, there starts being a, a huge component of not just how you grow it, but how you protect it. And, and there is a big element of like, that's why all the people that have money have asset protection game plan in mind because again once you make it at the beginning you're like ah, a couple of ill marries let's see what happens once you start having something is also your your job to protect what you have just as much as it's your job to keep growing it but you can grow it if you have a hole in the back of your house that just lets people lets rats in to eat your shit mm -hmm. right yeah again not fun no fun, but he knows what he's talking about. Worth a conversation with somebody like him or him. So it's up to you guys. Yep. Next, we had uh, the legend, Miss Avery Carl. If you don't know who Avery in the short-term shop is, I don't know where you've been. Yeah. But uh, I, had a, I had a great time hanging out with, with Avery. I had never, like, we've, I've been on her podcast before, but we never really, like, got to hang out and meet mm -hmm. chat. And she's, she's awesome, man. Like, she's such a superstar, but she's so down to earth and chill and um just humble you know she's yeah. super humble and just a great person to hang out with and super knowledgeable mm -hmm. and um just had a really good time hanging out with her and yeah now she's a titan in the business for sure she is yeah and and i love how she's always super super transparent with like how we got started and she's like we thought we were two i think she said two idiots with leather jackets talking about her and her husband and like i have the pleasure of like knowing knowing luke as well and of all ways that you could describe those two idiots, it's, it's not one of the adjectives that I would use, but it's that 
is the humbleness of like, we're students of life and how she shares the whole situation and the, the business that they've grown together, all while taking care of their, their family and having a very present family life. She did say that she wakes up at three in the morning. She goes to bed at seven. I thought she was joking because when I got there Monday, she was leaving. She's like, I'm going to bed. And I thought she was kidding. She's like, no, I go to bed at seven, but I get up at like three. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. See you in the morning. But takes takes a, a lot of discipline, right? And that's the other thing that like mm -hmm. is the discipline of like I'm I wasn't I'm not that right. Like to me that that's work in progress. Like I go to Nashville and like I'm like that's but she's life. got little kids and she knows yeah. that if she gets up that early, she's got a few good hours of work in before the kids are even up, yeah. right? And it's just having that discipline and staying in that routine even when she's gone. Yeah. So I love yeah. it. I respect that a lot of that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so she absolutely crushed it. Then we had um. Kenny from STR Insights come up. He absolutely crushed it per usual, given all the data on what's been going on in the industry, what to look for, what markets are hot. You guys aren't using STR Insights. Highly encourage it. Super valuable info. And I almost forgot to mention, I don't know how I skipped over this already, but we had uh, Will Slickers and Julie George MC the event, which was awesome because Bill and I actually get to go around and network with everybody and have some fun. And they crushed. I mean, they both have way more energy than I do way more personable, get everybody's energy up. And uh, they were the dynamic duo of the week for sure. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Then we had, we had Mark Hostovsky from Minoan. Love my Minoan fam. They did fantastic per usual. If you guys have not heard of Minoan, go check them out, minoanexperience.com. They will make your furnishing and that whole build out process so much easier. But then you can also put little QR codes throughout the house and you can get commissions if people want to buy your mattress or mm -hmm. your chairs or your dining table or whatever. So it's just really, really cool company. Awesome yeah. team yeah. Uh, between Ali and Sage yeah. and Mark. I love we those love, guys. They're awesome. We love the Minoan team. And and uh, for our boutique hotel people, there is such a like great opportunity for you to create additional income selling the stuff that you put in there. And it's such a unique thing that was never offered before. Um, and then I learned something new about, about Mark's that I didn't know before, but he, he speaks sign language. Yeah. So he speaks sign language and, and like, he taught me like, oh, thank you. And then real estate, which is like this, I'm like, <laughs> I don't need, I don't need anything else. That's, that's all I need. <laughs> thank you. And real estate. That's, that's all I need. But like such a fascinating, and I guess like, again, it goes back to the thing. But like, I found so many of you to be like, so so fascinating, so inspiring. Like both the speakers, the, the, the people there met this guy from actually Italian that is a, a professional chef. And then his wife runs their SDR management side and he puts himself as a chef. So they upsell him coming and cooking for you guys and everything else. So we're going to work on having him on the show as well. But it's just so fascinating how good teams of people, good husband and wife, Kind of dynamics and everything that you guys are able to make and create i'm like shit I'm, i need to start listening to your guys podcast if you have if you have one you know that's awesome yeah and then day one man wrapped up with with our keynote mike michalowicz which was like such a fanboy moment for me because i've 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 been following and preaching mike stuff for years if you guys don't know who mike michalowicz is he's a multiple new york times best-selling author He's built three, he's built and sold three multi-million dollar businesses before, before he was 35 years old. Um, he's written books like books like Profit First, Pumpkin Plan, Clockwork, his new ones, Fix This Next. 
and man, he was just such an awesome dude. Like mm-hmm. one, his talk was amazing, super inspiring, super engaging and fun. I was talking to him after and um, I was like, man, you're such a good public speaker. And he's like, you know what I do? He's like, I study comedians because comedians are the best public speakers mm-hmm. because they don't use slides. They don't use PowerPoints. They go up there. There's nothing. And they keep an audience engaged for an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so I just study comedians yeah and uh and he hung out with us in the vip like, for, till like seven o'clock and he was uh, there for like three hours just awesome. chilling and vibing and he's yeah. just such an awesome dude yeah and um it's it's so funny because i was talking about it with uh with will slickers so will was next to me as mike was on stage and and after i've been very blessed to be at a lot of conferences and you can tell the professional public speakers versus the ones there are or not. And then even in the professional public speakers, you can tell the levels. John Vroman, that you know also, is another one of those people for me. That like every time I see him, I'm like, holy shit. Like the quality of your speaking. And it's funny because I had kind of noticed that about Mike from like how much he acts. And there was a big acting component in terms of like sounds and body movements of him like pretending to get through a window or like talking about like things and it just like again it's public speaking is one of the largest fears that we have in life right but it's also your human right to speak to other people so once you're able to get out of yourself and be able to like share what you're all about he was flawless Mm -hmm. flawless not a single um not a single okay or not a single right that's one of my things right i say you see it right (laughs) Just now, even me trying to be mindful, just saying it. And it just shows how much time and skill he has really put into it. 100%. And uh, stay tuned because he offered to um, to partner up with us and do a webinar around Profit First and building businesses and uh, super excited for that. So again, super grateful to Mike and his team for for coming out and sharing all his wisdom. He was a total, total class act and just an amazing dude. And that's how we wrapped up, you know, the first full day. And then uh, I kicked off day two talking about hotels and, um, you know, got a lot of good feedback from that presentation. I basically just laid it all out there, man. Broke down all the numbers of all three deals that we've done, uh, what we look for, how we get into it, how we set up the teams, how we run all the operations. It was in depth for an 8 a.m. presentation on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. So that's why uh, he ran away at the end of that. I was like, I need <laughs> my flight. This, this talk took all of the smarts that I had left for the day. But I'm curious. So what, because I have my own opinion, right? But like, what do people, what do you think people were most surprised or interested about of the boutique hotel concept? I think if, if people hadn't considered it, like I just showed how much equity we've created with, from three deals in the last three years. It was really around $10 million. You know what I mean? So it was a, a large sum of money. I don't think people realize how much more control you have over how quickly you can force appreciation. And I, I think a lot of people haven't even thought about it. And then for the ones that had, I think it just got them even more excited. And they're like, okay, this is how I could actually do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think a lot of people glazed over because they were hung over and they hadn't thought about hotels. But for a good chunk of them that yeah got it, they were like, oh shit, like this is... Mm-hmm. This is a massive opportunity and there's so much less competition, right? Like I told them like, this is, these are the deals that you need to look for this many units, these price points, mm-hmm. these are the things in the specific deals that you want to have. 
now go do it basically. Right. Like this, this is, this is the play for the next two years to make a bunch of money and become financially free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I also feel that people didn't understand how much safer they are technically, because again, mm-hmm. like a house, it's a house and compares to another house, a hotel, it's a business. And so if you fix it up and you increase it and you double your NOI, you double, you double the value. And so I had a couple of people that were like, I don't understand how that works. I'm like, okay, like, I mean, I think Mike did a pretty good job at explaining it, but like, let's put it in terms of like, of a company. So if a company makes, sells more things and spends less money, is it worth more or less? More. Okay. Same, same thing. And there is the whole lifestyle, lifestyle piece in terms of like properties that you can enjoy, properties that you can take clients to, properties that like create legacy. So, you know, yeah, you killed it. You killed it. It was great. And there's always things like, I'll go back and watch your recordings because that's like my game film. You know, I go back and I watch it, but I definitely would have incorporated more stories into it, you know, just from like high level, like reflecting back on it and um, put a little more animation into certain things to just like get juices flowing. But, you know, you just keep improving every time. So, yeah. Then we went into the women's power panel, which was super, super mm-hmm. fun to watch. I mean, we had some, he- that panel was unreal, right? So we had Sarah Robinson, we had Kristen, my wife, Shogren, we had Rachel Gainsborough, mm-hmm. Julie moderated it. And it, it was just like, and Avery, right? was and Avery, I'm sorry. Yeah. And Avery, and like Avery. when I looked up there, I was like, damn, these, this is like, yeah, lights out. Yeah. I made it. I made this joke last year and I made this joke again this year. We're lucky as men that like we're even allowed to play in the sandbox of vacation rentals. Because right. if women were like, we're going to take over vacation rentals as that industry, they would absolutely slaughter us. Right. And again, I've met a lot of like, I am very fortunate that like I have a wife that like is an absolute boss and like has been running our business for the longest time. And I, I get to do, I get to do this. But again, like if you have those type of partners and you have that type of like relationship with somebody like Tony and Sarah, you can really put rocket fuel on your entire business. May that be real estate sales and management, may that be just co-hosting, may that be arbitrage. I saw Michael and Liz, which we had on our show talking about arbitrage and they're, they're the perfect couple too, right? Like just the, the team component of them just like hustling and creating a very clean frame of mind of like what works and how to make it work. And I think it's one of the blessings of our industry too. Like how, what other industry do you know that you get to work with your best friend? Totally. Um, so we had, we had an amazing women's panel. Then we brought up uh, Andrew Bate from Safely. So again, not like Andrew's one of those guys. We've had him on the podcast. I can't remember what episode off the top of my head. It was a while back. Really good dude. And he just finds a way to make insurance engaging, honestly. And um, it's again, it's like one of those things, like the legal stuff. It's a, it's a necessary piece of the business that's not a sexy component, but it is absolutely necessary. And like you said, E, it's one of those things that you don't realize the importance of it until you need it. Like the property that I'm sitting in right now, a place in Florida, I've already submitted and collected over $20,000 of insurance claims for damages from guests in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't have that, that's $20,000 out of pocket. Yeah. And it's not even like anything was like major damage. It's just things that accumulate over a 12-month period that add up. 
this thing breaks or this thing breaks or a guest breaks mm-hmm. this, guest breaks that, and we just put it through. And I don't have to charge the guest, especially if it wasn't malicious. If it's malicious, I'm going after the guest. If mm-hmm. it's not, I just put it through the insurance. Yeah. So and and how hands off it is for for the host. And that's yeah. another thing that like people don't like people thinking like a lot of the people are like, oh, they're gonna damage things and like safely gives you the perfect partner. Like you submit the claim, they'll pay the claim. If they need to go after Airbnb, they go after Airbnb. But meanwhile, you're done. And so going back to like clearing up your plate and doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing and channeling what you're supposed to be doing on rather than changing yourself into like an insurance claim expert, there is plenty of great vendors that you can use that help you a lot into like kind of clearing up your your plate. Because that's the other thing is just like, a lot of people are still staying, staying busy. And like, I had a VA conversation with a lot of people and that's a big mindset switch that I had to go through as well. Is the fact that like, you deserve the help. You've created a business that sustains the help. Let, let people help you, right? Yep. Yep. hundred percent. Then, uh, we had, uh, Nectar come on stage. If you guys have have, have not heard of Nectar, it's a really cool new funding partner um, that they basically fund you on the cash flow of your business. So, like a real cool example would be if I was going to buy another property like this, right? It costs say 10, 20% down to purchase the property. It might cost you another 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 grand to furnish it and theme it the right way so that you're very profitable. If you don't have the cash to do that, this is a great vehicle for you to get cash. I think you said within the fir- your first transaction with them, it can take like five days. But then after that, they can fund within like 48 hours. It's crazy. So, and they basically just fund based on the cash flow that your portfolio already generates. And uh, just a really cool business model, real smart guy, um, Harvard grad that basically got burned on some commercial deals where lenders pulled out last minute and he lost a sizable amount of money on earnest money deposits that the lender just pulled out last minute and basically screwed them. And he's like, there's going to be a better way to do this. And he went out and he built it. And so shout out to those guys over at Nectar um, for creating a really cool product to help people get more deals done. Then we had Brooke Fouts, our boy from Vintory come up, had him on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Brooke is one of those guys, man, that just super humble and very approachable, but he's brilliant at what he does. Like brilliant. Mm-hmm. at growing and scaling a business. And he came up and gave those 10 points. And I was honestly in and out of different side conversations. So I didn't get to hear a lot of it, but he sent me the deck and he and I talked offline about what he was going to present. And it's, it was lights out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And, and the other thing that I loved about him. So he has, he has a product, which is Venturi. That it's a one-stop shop for everything. But in the true through fashion of who Brooke is as a person. He's a super giving, super giving person. He gave everybody links or resources for like, hey, we do this. If you wanted to do this yourself, this is where you will go and do it and you can create it yourself. Being like completely transparent and for people to really understand like how, how the big companies make it and how omni they are in terms of like bringing people, following people and like the the how much of a business you get to create around you. So one of the things that he talks about is like, for example, like working with realtors. And, and that's not something that like I get, I can do because that's part of our business. But if you're not 
an agent and you have a realtor that is a good realtor, he can be your number one supporter and you can just create this ecosystem where your guests buy the properties, then they manage them, you manage them, and then they get to keep selling properties. And you can just do this over and over and over and share how to do QR codes, how to like SEO marketing, direct marketing, email marketing. So again, it doesn't, it doesn't matter where you are in your, in your journey or how many units you have. Understanding what Brooke talks about and owning it and understanding where in your business it will eventually fit, it's a necessary, necessary component because it can help you with your management growth, with your occupancy, with your retention of clients. It's, it's a thing that keeps on giving because at the end of the day, we're all, we're all marketers, even if you don't think so. And he was a great reminder of that, at least for me. 100%. 100%. So Brooke went up there, did his thing, absolutely crushed it. And then I got to introduce Kristen up on stage to talk about design. And in my opinion, although it is biased, uh, I think the majority of people at that conference would agree that like she stole the show, man. She absolutely crushed mm -hmm. her talk on design and the amount of people that have swarmed her after that talk and have hit her up on Instagram. It just really, it was super inspiring for a lot of people to see what you can do with these properties through design. And what I told her beforehand, I was like, one, these look amazing, but let's show the numbers of like what these types of things would cost. And then what was the bump in revenue as a result of doing these things? You know, the simple example of the wallpaper that costs four to 500 bucks to do that bumped mm -hmm. the revenue by thousands of dollars a month. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. So that talk, and I was just a super proud husband moment. Like she absolutely crushed it and, um, you know, inspired a lot of people, mm -hmm. a ton of people. So yeah. super proud of her for that. Yeah, um, no, it was great. Great. And, and one of the things that you guys say that is just like, and I think it's, it's, and she really pushed at home is the fact of like understanding if you're the one designing it yourself. It's not how you design your home. And Mike also gave this example. Like we rented this, this great loft right next to the property. And it just like, it was made for vacation rentals. And so I had things in there that made you be like, Ooh, this is cool. This is sexy. I like this. Obviously some of the stuff, there's not things that you want at home. Right. But you're not designing places for people to like be home in. You design places for people to have a, a vacation in. So the more bold the design is, the better it works. Huge point for you to understand when you're going to management meetings with clients, especially in the second home markets, the people are like, my home is furnished and it looks great. First of all, most of the times it doesn't. But even if it does, how do you elevate it to the vacation rental standard and show your clients, look, this is a talk that, you know, and this is some of the numbers. And this is in a very saturated market. This is what we need to do. Because if not, we get lost in the clicks. Yeah. And don't take properties with people that are not willing to do that. Like believe in the abundance that you will find an owner that is willing to invest in their property the way that you need them to, to make you both successful. Yeah. And for those of you that are listening, complete shameless plug here for her new oh, yes, please. program, right? Because a lot of people, they can't afford to hire an interior designer directly and do all those things. So she put together a new subscription called the STR Design Society. So for 40 bucks a month, you join. 
She does a live call every month and you get 50 design templates that have all the links to all the items. So whether you want a farmhouse theme, a boho theme, an immersive theme, whatever look you're going for, for your demographic, it's 40 bucks a month and you get all the links. So you basically get an interior designer for 40 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. She does a call once a month and then either myself or one of the coaches from STR Secrets will do a coaching call every single month. It's only 40 bucks, man. Like, yeah, I spend more than that on coffee in a week. Yeah. So highly encourage you guys to check that out. Go to ondesigninterior.com. In coffee for, for, for a day. Like that's why, like, you know, and in terms of like, and again, streamlining what you're great at versus changing yourself. If you need to do design for clients and you're not a design guy or girl, this is your solution. $40 a month, 50, I think it's 50 design every, every quarter or like every quarter, every quarter. So like, and here you go. Now you hired a new, a new team member in a sense for $40 a month. I promise you, you're not hiring an interior designer for 40 bucks. I don't even think they come to your house for that much. Like they they won't even come to look at your house. Like it's more. They want to get on Zoom for that. I mean, I would, <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't. But anyway, so again, just trying to trying to help out as many people as possible with this, because the the bar has been raised. Bill and I gave a a uh, state of the industry talk, and you know it showed how much how many more properties were added in 2022 in 2023. And yes, the, the quote unquote saturation is real. However, the level of competition, the bar has just risen. The amount of people that are not doing it in air quotes here, the right way are the ones that are going to get hit hardest. So like if you're updating your listings, you're have great design, you've got great photos, you've got your dynamic pricing dialed in, you're doing all the marketing things that Bill and Mark talked about, you're going to do great. But the bar is here now. Like it's, you're not going to get away with just grabbing a nice property, throwing some okay furniture in there, and just making a boatload of money. That those those days are gone. I'm sorry. Like we're back to 2019, which is fine. Which is when E and I were making plenty of money in 2019 too through this business. So like it works. You just have to level up your game. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then we have Wayfair come up again. Super grateful to Wayfair Professional for for sponsoring the event. We've done. At this point, probably literally millions of dollars in business with Wayfair, like legit across mm-hmm. all, our portfolio. They've been a huge partner for us and helping us get all of our projects done. Really appreciate them. And, um, you know, Jenny, our rep, love her. She went up, shared a few words and all the good stuff about Wayfair Professional. Highly encourage you guys to work with them. They've been phenomenal with us. And one of the quick tip for you guys is we always like to um, filter on commercial grade stuff because it's going to last and then the quick ship stuff. So it's in stock and it's commercially rated. So it's going to hold up to a lot of wear and tear from some of our guests. Mm-hmm. So a couple quick that, tips you guys on that. That is, is one of the greatest mistakes that I did at the beginning of our business is because I didn't have the money. And so I would buy the cheapest, the cheapest shit. And you realize that when you don't have the money, you're too broke to buy shitty stuff. It's actually the opposite. Because then you keep paying for it. I can tell you the amount of times that I went and I robbed the local target of every single white towel that they have or their rooms, rooms collection of the thing. And two weeks later, I was, I was back there because all of the towels are getting crunchy or like shitty. And like, again, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? And commercial grade stuff makes a huge difference. Like there's, there is a reason why it's called commercial grade and like, don't be a conspiracy theorist. Like. 
there's some stuff there's commercial grade and it's commercial grade like you know what i mean like it actually makes a difference yep absolutely then we had the midterm panel that was that was like a proud top of moment for me because uh mike riley homegrown to the program now he's one of our coaches he was on that panel and he absolutely crushed it man he wasn't he didn't look nervous he was calm as a cucumber dropped a ton of value on there talked a lot about furnish finder and how he leverages them and some partnerships with some some hospitals and uh he absolutely nailed that and then we had dr rachel gainsborough on there talking about how she had i mean she, she had some killer bookings you know twenty thirty thousand dollars a month from these insurance claims with people that are displaced from you know fires or floods in their properties and um Absolutely crush it. And then Noble, my man Noble, one, he outshoot, outshoot me again. Like aggressively too. Oh my God. <laughs> so insider joke, but between me, TJ and Noble last year, they, it was a joke that they had way cooler shoes than I did. So I spent all this time finding these fancy shoes, lime green and all this crazy stuff. And then Noble walked out in these candy apple red, shiny high tops that were just sick mm-hmm. and uh, just put me to shame. So. Anyway, that was a fun insider joke with him, but he, he dropped some serious nuggets around his government contract and now his new play around, I don't even know what to call it, but like av- aviation travel. Like, yeah, I guess, yeah. Aviation airline pilots and stewardess that, you know, they get stationed or they change where they're based out of. So you'll get some good midterm bookings, you know, 30, 60 days out of these airline pilots and, um, I was just like, damn, that's such a good idea. And uh, super pumped about that talk. There were so many, I feel like we could have went for like two hours on that panel. I had to cut it off because we were running over, but I was like, man, there's so many, so many good notes that came out of that. And then I had a bunch of networking as well. So we did two different networking sessions each day, which was great because that was some feedback from last year. People wanted more networking time. And then Bill and Mark Simpson went up, tag teamed another marketing session, two, two marketing beasts just laying it all out there on how to drive direct bookings. And uh, it was freaking awesome. So yeah, Bill and I went up and uh, we announced what we got going on for next year, which it's it like we've been working on this the last couple of weeks and uh, we've outgrown the wild horse. You know, we sold out the thousand tickets like two months ago. So next year. We're going to the Music Music City Center, massive venue. We'll have 3,000 people there. And our keynote is Damon John from Shark Tank. So mm-hmm. that is a done deal. He is signed. It's going to be February next year. You can go to STR Wealth Conference right now to get the best pricing on tickets. But, dude, I'm so pumped. And we've got a couple other keynotes lined up that we haven't officially signed yet that are just next level. And for me, it's pretty cool, like, full circle moment because – these were some of the speakers that spoke at Grant Cardone's event in 2019 when I was there with you, when I just had that epiphany of like, I want to get into this game and really take it to the next level. And now that they're going to be on this stage, it's just freaking awesome, man. Like it's, it's truly a cool moment. So, yep. So if you didn't make it, we're sorry, we missed you. But I think this recap is pretty, was pretty good for our little sneak we've had this last couple of days. I'm pretty proud of my brain for remembering all, all of those things. But again, guys, I did every night I go back and I went through my notes and like my ideas and my phone. I'm like, okay, this is something I need to work on. This I need to work on this. And like now you get home and, and as many of you know, you plan the work and work the plan, right? 
there's nothing else for you to do, right? And 100%. Plan the work, work the plan. Uh, if you are on the fence about getting help, especially like a, a VA help or finding somebody like that, it's, you deserve it. And like having a VA and having a great VA has tremendously changed my life. I know it has changed Mike's life. And one of the objections that I keep hearing about VAs was like, well, but the guests love talking to me. The guests love talking to the quality of standard that you, you are, that you stand for. If you train your VAs to your quality of standard, your guests are going to love it just as much. And they're going to still say, Mike or Kristen or, or Emmanuel is a great host. Even if you haven't responded to a single one of those messages, this quality of standard is what people want. It's not you. And if that hurts your feelings, I'm sorry. <laughs> it is what it is, man. It's Virtual part of growing, part of elevating yourself out of the business. Virtual hug to you. But at the same time, if you want to get over there, this is how you do it. And you need to have people helping you. Yeah. For the last two years, we've been recruiting VAs for our mastermind members. And uh, we announced it at the event that uh, we're going public with it. So if you guys need help and you need a VA, now we can help you do it. We've been, like I said, it's been two years. We've been doing it for the mastermind members exclusively as like a, mm -hmm. a perk for them where we'll go out, recruit, onboard, train, and support the VAs for our mastermind members. But we've ramped that up enough now where we're like, you know what? We should offer this because there's a massive need and nobody is filling it. So mm -hmm. that's what we're going to do, man. So if you guys yeah. need help on that, you're welcome to send me a DM. We'll, uh, we'll be posting the links publicly in the next week or so. And um, yeah, so stay tuned for that. If you need help, reach out. We're happy to help you guys. If you need the event recordings, if you couldn't make it, go to strwealthconference.com. Hope you guys had an amazing time. If you weren't there last year, I highly encourage you to go next year. And um, we will talk to you guys next week. Ciao, Thank guys. you, everybody. Hey, STR Nation. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes. And we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.